We are loving your check-ins. Always check in. If you get a chance, you can do that by tweeting us at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike from North Las Vegas checking in this morning. Martin is checking in. So is Don Melody's DJ listening this morning. Also, you can check in with a with a text or a call at 702-364-9400. Looks like we're getting quite a few of those this morning. We've got Nelsie, Jeremiah, Deborah, Buckeye Bob, Lance, Aubrey, Jim in Michigan, Carl. We have Sandel. Cujo, Brian S, Brian W, Jan, Nelsie J, Jessica, Turtle and Boople, Rick Diane and Sarah. So thank you for that. And good morning. Good morning to you. How I want to hear all about it. Your mom's arrival last night. How'd everything go? How's it how's it feel that mom in town right now? Really good. I picked her up yesterday afternoon. We headed straight over to my uh, daughter's volleyball game she had. So my mom got to see her play some volleyball. They did a great job. They won. Uh, came home, made some dinner, and it was just kind of chill. Like um, my husband and I, we hadn't gotten our walk in for the day, so I was like, "We're gonna go on our walk really quick." So she hung out with the girls and and um, just she was kind of tired from traveling, mm-hmm. so so we're just gonna kind of chill for the night. But uh, this weekend, we're gonna go. I'm gonna take her out and do a couple of things, so it's it should be fun. But and yeah, it was good. You're doing the uh, the keg tapping one on Saturday night there at Hopper House. I am. Yeah, I'll be out there if anyone wants to come and stop by. It's the final keg tapping for Oktoberfest on Saturday. Saturday, I will be the the keg tapper of the evening. It's going to be a lot of fun over at the Hofbrau House. Um, so, yeah, if you uh, want to join us, we're going to have a good time. I saw your post that you're going to be out there earlier in the weekend, and, uh, and then the tag at the end, and my mom will be there. People are like, Mom's going to be there. Mom's going to be there. I know. I have more Mom's people messaging me like, hey, uh, so your mom really is going to be there? I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, don't worry about me. But how are you doing? Just a quick sign. I did see the flyer that went out with your mom's picture on it last night. There's a flyer. Oh, is there, yeah, is Mrs. Martinez. Is, That's yes, great. she's got the whole oh, German gear that. on, and it's it's out there right now. <laughs> she deserves it. She, she deserves does. the recognition. That's for sure. How are you? Good. I kind of did the same thing last night. Got home and uh, just didn't have the energy to go to the gym, but it was just just a gorgeous night out last night. So went for a run last night, probably about six thirty or so, and there were so many people out last night walking their dogs, going on runs, uh, just going on a walk themselves. It was just. It was a beautiful night last night, and then the, the weather, too, is going to be gorgeous throughout the weekend, so that was kind of my night last night, and, and my wife was having one of those days, she was just kind of in a funk yesterday, so I got home uh, back from the, the run and just kind of hung out and, and talked with her, and and uh, just, just a nice conversation last night with my wife. I got her to laugh a couple times, like, I got, I cracked you, and she went back to the, you know, back to being in that spot where, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, just working through things, everything's fine, but it's just, I, I do enjoy when we're, we start talking things out, and she's, I, I get a laugh out of her, and I see her genuine laugh, and I'm like, yeah. You broke. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> you're that, feeling better. Trying to, yeah, trying to cheer someone up a little bit. And it was just, it was nothing, nothing major. Just one of those days where all those little things start to to pile on on top of one another. I was, I was having that yesterday too. I was just like kind of in a funk, and then like all these things were happening that was making me really, really sad. It was like re- weird. So it, it's nice when you have like that person that can kind of, even if it's just temporary, just kind of bring you out of it for a second and then go back. And then into go back it. down. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw her demeanor change. I'm like, that's fine. I can see it. It's there. We can get it out of you. And then she woke up this morning in a much better spot. Oh, so, that's good. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that. And we are glad to have you guys joining us this morning. So thank you for that. Let's kick things off. Pre-show, you pick them time. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Kiss from a Rose by Seal? Do you want to hear Bailamos by Enrique Iglesias? Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Those are your choices. All you got to do to get your vote in is tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The People's Choice Awards announced their nominees yesterday, and here are some highlights for the movie categories. F9 leads with eight nominations, including Movie of 2021 and actor nominations for Vin Diesel, Charlize Theron, and John Cena. Black Widow follows with six nominations, including Movie of 2021. And then other nominees for Movie of 2021 include, let's see, we got No Time to Die, Dune, Venom. For as far as TV nominees, we got Cobra Kai, Loki, WandaVision, Grey's Anatomy, and let's talk music. So nominees for Group of 2021 include BTS, Coldplay, Jonas Brothers, 21 Pilots, female artists. We got Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, Doja Cat, and Adele. And then male artists, Drake, Lil Nas X, Justin Bieber, and Ed Sheeran. You can vote now at votepca.com, and then the show is going to air on December 7th on NBC. That's the award show where they do tell the winners ahead of time if they won. So if they're there in the audience, they won an award. That's the one I always, I'm like, oh, okay, so-and-so is there. They won. This person's there. They won. Oh, this person's not there. They lost. That's a great point. You see Ed Sheeran working the red carpet and sitting in the crowd, a couple shots of Ed Sheeran. Most likely, Ed Sheeran's going to win, not Justin Bieber, who's not there. Now, here's the latest from the tragic shooting on the set of Rust. So Rust assistant director David Halls admitted that he did not check all the rounds in the gun before handing it to Alec Baldwin. There's also reports coming out that he said a cold gun, cold weapon means it's clear to use, but he now admits that he did not check. He didn't check all the rounds. That is a major breach of safety protocol. I was talking to a co-worker about this and just what a sad situation it is, and also the fact that There is literally on film or recorded him doing that. Like, obviously, they were filming. There's video of him actually killing this poor woman. It's so sad. They said there's not, though. They said they weren't filming. They said they were filming up. There was no cameras rolling. Oh, okay. Well, then that's good. Yeah, that was one of the things that came out. No, I know what you're saying. Because I was thinking the same thing. Like, this is all, you can see this, but apparently they'd stopped filming and they were just rehearsing at the time. Okay. And so, yeah, there's actually, of this tragedy, there's no no filming. Uh, 
Go ahead. Oh, that's, go ahead. Yeah. I was say, uh, there's more. So uh, Helena Hutchins, she's being honored in more ways than one by her Hollywood peers, including financial help for her family with a major A-list actress and a ton of fellow cinematographers donating. So Sarah Paulson is among the many high-profile pro- people who donated to a GoFundMe page set up on behalf of Hutchins. Her loved one set this up. And this thing is well on its way of hitting a quarter of a million dollars at this point. The original goal was $10,000. Wow, that's great. So Hollywood is stepping up and donating some money. And then there's more people behind the scenes doing some stuff, too. There's a petition right now that seeks to ban the use of real firearms on sets. Not to mention demanding better working conditions for crew members. Yeah, why have a real gun that can shoot live rounds? Why not have the whole thing just be a prop? Yeah, we're, we're okay with seeing prop guns in movies. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Your kids, Bob, released their own censored version of Little Nas X Montero, Call Me By Your Name. And many of the lyrics, of course... Had to be changed, and even Little Nas X was speechless at how funny it was. He shared a screenshot of some of the, the lyrics without a caption because maybe he was just laughing too hard at what they did. I have a sample of it. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up here. So here is Kids Bop's uh, version of Montero by Little Nas X. Oh, this is a real one. No, here it's Kids Bop. Oh, that's cute. They that's really adorable. Are. They there. Did you do kids bops with your kids when you guys were, you know, hanging out and driving the car and stuff? I, just... I was a terrible mother. I let them listen to the full versions <laughs> of the songs, right? and but we had rules. You know, we had rules. Um, Gwen Stefani, uh, this these chips are bananas. B a n a n a s. We're ta- you know we're talking about banana chips. Delicious chips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we had certain words that we changed. That's perfect. We'll have more dirt coming up for you in the seven o'clock hour. Jonas Brothers. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1512. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, October 28th, 6 o'clock in the morning. And thank you guys so much for joining us just ahead of a big Halloween weekend. The festivities are already starting. I'm starting to see people showing up dressed in their Halloween costumes. And uh, my, I know my daughter, she's dressing up for school today. She was uh, coming to me last night with questions about her costume. I'm not supposed to say what she is, but she needed a wig cap. She's like, Ooh. do you have a wig cap? And I was like... You know, I don't really just, you know, run around with wig caps. I don't. But let me check. And uh, I have a wig for our ghost walk on Sunday for my costume. And I looked in the package and there was a wig cap. And I was like, ha ha ha, you lucked out. Here is a wig cap for you. So, yeah, we were getting ready for for that last night because they're all dressing up today because tomorrow is Nevada Day and the kids are not going to be at school. You know, if you if you were asked, I have a wig cap as well. And I realized I have one from, um, what did I need a wig for last week? Try Tuesday, I had to buy a wig. Oh, did you get a wig cap? And I didn't realize a wig cap came with that wig because when I got home that day, I'm, I'm, I'm putting stuff away and there's the Amazon box that it came in. I'm like, what is this? And there was a wig cap. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that they sent a wig cap with my 
your wake. So if, if you need a weed cap in the future, I got one at my house. Thank you very uh-huh. much. I may just take you up Let on that. Let me know if you need it. But make sure you join us at Ghost Walk this uh, Sunday at the District at Green Valley Ranch. It's our annual Halloween Ghost Walk. It's free. We are going to have so much fun. Of course, tons of candy. We are going to be giving out uh, all sorts of prizes with costume contests. We're going to have music. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it all starts at 4 o'clock. So come on out and see us. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, we can't wait to see you guys. This is going to be our first event. We've been doing stuff throughout the past year. But this is our first event where all of us collectively as a radio station staff, we're going to be together for the first time out, out of this big event. And there's, those Halloween cost, uh, costume contests out there are just they're just so cute from the, the, the small little kids up to the teens that we do it. It is, it is such a blast. It's a wonderful event we do every year. And we look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. It's going to be fun. Gonna Weather's going to be great. Time. Yeah, the weather is really nice. Perfect. We went out for a late walk last night. It was like 730, pitch black like it is right now. Mm-hmm. But just perfect weather. It wasn't even cold. It was just nice little chill in the air. I mentioned uh, my wife was kind of having a, a tough day yesterday. And a bunch of little things were piling up. And I think one of the little things that kind of just kind of turned around a little bit was she has to have some work done in her car. So she went down to the dealership and they had a loaner for her, which was awesome. And she drives home, pulls up to the house and realized that the house key and the garage door opener are in her car. So she calls me and I wasn't even close to being home. So she's got to go back down to the dealership and, and, and get her stuff and drive back up. And that really put her behind schedule. And we're talking about it later on. She's like, you know, for a split second, I thought about breaking a window just to get in. I'd be like, that's how frustrated she was. I'm like, how would you break the window? And she's how would you, Mercedes, you have to break into your house. To break a window, you have to get in. You can break a window. How would you break the window? Uh, I don't know. I guess I would try to kick it in. Kick it in? Okay. Yeah. That's good. I respect that. That's good. My wife says, I was looking at my hoodie. I was ready to wrap it around my hand and break the window. I'm like, you, were you, Mr. T, you were to punch a hole through the glass? Yeah, I don't know that I could do that. I'm like, that's, like, that's probably the worst option to do. You probably would have broke your hand or something. If you got to break a window, grab a brick, grab a chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do something like that. But she's like, oh, I was all, she was all set to... Wrap a hoodie around her hand, like something like, psh, like some muscle guy. And Possibly just Possibly break your hand, too. I know. You don't want to do that. I'm like, I don't imagine you being so stressed out that you wanted to get in the house. You're going to break a window, and you end up breaking your hand in the process and got to go to the hospital. Yeah, that would be very bad. I'm glad she got in. That's uh, that's got to be really frustrating. He went back to the dealership, got her stuff, and everything's good now. But that was just... Punch it through with your hands. Yeah, right. that'll mess up your day for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> on today's show, man, we've got a lot going on, including those tickets for you to see Katy Perry play at the theater at Resorts World. Her residency is starting up. We've got your tickets coming up at 825 when you win heads up. And then up next, we have what's trending. What do you have for us? We got a huge win for the VGK last night. Lori Laughlin is back and involved with college and first responders today is your day that's all coming up next and what's trending the people's choice awards were just announced and that song had a couple nominations including the music video of 2021 and the collaboration song of 2021 it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the mornings what's trending on mix 94.1 okay well the vegas golden knights are trending this morning what a game last night they won in a in an exciting game that went into overtime last night, they beat the Dallas Stars three to two. It wasn't looking good there uh, towards the end of the game. The Knights were down two to one in the last period when Jonathan Marcheseau scored with less than two minutes left to tie it up. 
Then uh, new guy Dadunov. Dadunov, he scored in overtime with a high shot in the slot to give them the win. They will now come home to face the Anaheim Ducks on Friday. Puck drops at 5 p.m. First winning streak of the season. I didn't see any of the game, but saw the highlights this morning. Uh, you know what? They're three and four now. Turning things around. Here it was exciting. It, the game was on, and I was just doing my work, and it was kind of on in the background. And then I heard March so score, and I was like, oh, my gosh, did they just tie it up? And then I started watching it in overtime, and, yeah, they got that. It just, I thought, i, I got to be honest, it's not over till it's over because I kind of thought it was done. I'm like, oh, they've got less than two minutes. is done. And then he scored. I'm like, Boom. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that is trending this morning. Lori Laughlin is also trending this morning. She is trying to make amends for the college admissions scandal. People Magazine reports that she's going to be paying more than $500,000 for two unnamed students' tuition. Now, that amount is very significant because it is the same amount that she and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, paid to the Key Worldwide Foundation to falsely designate that their daughters were recruits to the University of Southern California's crew team, even though they never participated in the sport. She served two months in jail for her involvement in the scandal, paid a $150,000 fine, and she has to serve 150 hours of community service. It's for $500,000 for one person for the tuition? For two. For two, okay. Yeah, two. Still very high tuition, my gosh. Yeah, like take that, divide it by two, $250,000, and then divide that by four years. So you've got a little more than $80,000, or no, wait, $42,000, no, 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 $60,000 a year. So that's... uh, a hefty price tag. College ain't cheap. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Also trending this morning is Tropicana. So the orange juice brand, they just unveiled a new product. It's Tropicana toothpaste. And know what you're thinking. Like orange juice toothpaste? No, absolutely not. They say it is designed to protect the taste of orange juice. We've all been there where you brush your teeth and then you drink orange juice and it's disgusting. So apparently they say this paste does not have the cleaning agent that is prevalent in toothpaste and that contributes to the bitter aftertaste from brushing your teeth with toothpaste and then drinking orange juice. So it's just it's regular toothpaste, but it doesn't have that one key ingredient in it to make your orange juice taste bad afterwards. So no word if it's going to be available all year round or if but they say if the response is good. That is the plan. You can enter to win some by leaving a comment on the Tropicana Instagram page. So you brush your teeth and head out the door, grab a glass of orange juice, and not worry about having that feeling. So we, yeah, you said you've been in that spot like, ah, brush my teeth, didn't have my juice. I think, I I don't know, maybe it's just me. Uh, I don't drink orange juice anymore. I felt like that was a big thing growing up. Like, you know, drink some orange juice. But now I cannot even tell you the last time I purchased orange juice. The last time I had it was most definitely in a mimosa. Um, that's the only time I drink <laughs> it. And I always ask for light orange juice when I when I drink a mimosa. So um, do you do you drink orange juice in the morning? We don't have it at the house, but I do this um, emergency orange vitamin drink, which kind of has it has the same taste. It's very orangey. If I do, if I drink that after I brush my teeth, it's kind of the same feeling. But I do it once in a while when I'm at, at the store at a terrible or something. I, I actually do grab an orange juice. If I feel like I need a vitamin C shot, I'll grab an orange juice. It's not, not at the house, but I'll grab a bottle and drink it when I'm out and about. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't. It's like I stopped drinking it, but I don't really know why I stopped drinking it. As, as kids, my parents drank orange juice. I don't know if it was on the weekends or every day, but they had such tiny, tiny glasses to drink their orange juice out of. 
Was that a thing? They just wanted to save the orange juice? I remember there were orange juice classes in our house, at least, and they were the tiniest, almost like a little bit bigger than a Dixie cup. It was like the orange juice classes. And I never really understood, like, I know orange juice is expensive, but, like, why were they drinking such small glasses when it comes to orange juice? They have those in Europe. When I mean, Orange juice is a big part of the breakfast in Europe, and I love the European breakfast. They're so cool. Um, uh, and they have those tiny little glasses. It's almost like, hey, let's not overdo it on the OJ. I don't know if it was, like, a price thing uh-huh. or more of just, like, a... You know, you just need a tiny bit to get your vitamins. A little vitamin C going, yeah. Go crazy on it. Um, And then finally this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. First responders, there's a little treat available for you today. Krispy Kreme is offering the nation's first responders a free original glazed donut and a free brewed coffee today. Law enforcement officers, firefighters, paramedics, EMTs, emergency operators, dispatchers, and search and rescue personnel who present a valid ID or badge in Krispy Kreme shops or drive throughs Today from National First Responders Day, we'll get to get a couple of freebies there of a donut and a cup of coffee. So thank you for all that you do. And that is what's trending. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 632. Thank you guys for joining us. My mom came into town last night. Um, I went and picked her up at the airport and uh, we went straight to my daughter's volleyball game. She had one. And then we were just we went home and we got some takeout and we we're just eating dinner and, and talking. And it, I don't I had this weird flashback when I was talking to her. We were just talking about when I was a kid and she was telling my kids stories and stuff like that. And I had this one of these deja vus about something that my mom used to tell me as a kid that I believed for the longest time. Is there something that maybe your your parents kind of fibbed on or maybe twisted the truth a little bit just while you were a kid and what was it 702-364-9400 we were talking about getting selected for teams as a kid remember how like they'd pick two people and then they go back and forth and pick and there's always that person that was picked last did you were you ever you were probably always picked first, right? Me? No, no. I was I was I was a mid to last pick. I was a mid to last pick. I was I was never picked first. I was it, it really depended on what the activity was. But I was picked last on uh, quite a few occasions. I would be the last one picked and I would just I was devastated or you know sometimes they didn't even pick you at all they're like oh we're good we don't need another one it's like or the gym teacher has to sign you to mercedes why don't you go over team b uh, okay yeah it's just uh i've been there i mean i was definitely one of those kids that had had been picked last on quite a few occasions and so i remember getting so upset about that and i I came home one day and i was just so sad because i got picked last again for something and my mom's like well that means you're the strongest player I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, they pick the weaker players first because they know that the stronger ones can play for any team. But the weaker ones, they have to they have to make sure that they have a team first and that they're well taken care of. That's why they pick them first. That means you were the strongest player and you were able to play on any team. And I'm like, oh, wow. And it was just like mind blown. I could not believe this news. I'm thinking wait a second, I am the strongest one of, 
this is amazing. And so after that, I believed that for years, for years. So to the point where I started getting picked first and I was like, oh, they think I suck. <laughs> they, they picked me for, oh man, this is awful. I believed that for so long. And I actually loved my mom for telling me that because it just totally, it, it, it gave me confidence. It, it made me not carry this, this burden of, uh, that I was the worst player on the team for so long. It just, it really, it was a white lie, but man, it helped me growing up. I was not mad at that lie. When I figured it out, though, I was kind of like, what? Oh, so I did suck. Okay. 702 364 What was the, the little thing that maybe your parents kind of fibbed on a little bit? That you you found out about later and were kind of surprised about seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Growing up, my um, I had two of my uncles that lived with my grandparents, and but we'd be there all the time, and uh, that's like our hangout spot. That's where we go to. And one of my uncles, my uncle Randy, got an Atari. It was like the coolest thing. Like Uncle Randy had an Atari, and we were never allowed in Uncle Randy's room. But we'd go to the house and we'd want to play Atari. So every so often we'd go up there and he he'd let us play Atari. We didn't have Atari at our house yet, and we play and play and play. But there like a couple times. We'd come over, and my brother and I'd be like, hey, Uncle Randy, can we go play Atari? And he's like, no, I've been playing it earlier. It's got to rest. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like it's a machine. It has to rest. And he's like, no, it's, it's, it's got to rest for a little bit. Uh, maybe next time you guys come over. We're like, okay, the Atari has to rest. And then when we finally got our own Atari, I remember playing it and saying to, like, my dad, I'm like, I think it has to rest. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, Uncle Randy says the Ataris have to rest. He's like, no, you can play it as long as you want. You should take a break from it. But play it as long as you want. I think mean, that was just his way of not having his go into his room and play Atari. That or, I, I mean, I know it's, maybe he was trying to say it in kid terms because sometimes those were, would overheat if you were on it for too long. So maybe he was saying rest, but he meant like, no, I was playing it and I don't want it to overheat with you guys playing it now. My Atari never overheated, so I think, I think it was his clever way of just not having his go to his room. Okay, oh, maybe not then. Uh, so uh, Rick just sent a text here that says, uh, when I was little, I was told Mr. Rogers used to be an army sniper uh, until I watched the movie about his life and learned it wasn't true. I heard that for years, too. I uh, and that he's all tatted up and all of that. But apparently that was I don't know where that started, Wait, but heard I've Mr. heard that, too. You heard Mr. Rogers has like a sleeve of tattoos. Yeah, and don't say it. I've read that that he was a sniper. <laughs> he's all tatted up and all this. And then uh, somewhere down the line, I was like, oh, so that's not true. Oh, OK. I thought I thought it was. That would be awesome. You see him without a shirt. He's just got like tattoos everywhere, piercings. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> but, uh, this text says when I was very young, we were driving past a sign that said exotic dancer. I asked my parents what exotic meant, and my mom said foreign. For years, I believed that it meant foreign dancers. Well, you know, I mean, they may have been from elsewhere, but uh, I can see why your mom would want to shield you from that. Steph, was there something that your parents used to tell you? It was my grandpa, and my grandpa said, don't use the word beach because that's a bad word. I'm like, the beach, like the ocean? He goes, no, don't say that. It's a bad word, I'm referring to the other one, oh. and he had a Filipino accent, so he was kind of. It sounded like he was saying the other word, so I kind of figured that I couldn't go to the beach 
because it was a bad word. <laughs> and I always referred to, no, I can't go to the beach because Grandpa says it's a bad word. Yeah, that, we, we, we go to the sandy place or <laughs> elsewhere, but not the beach. Did you ever panic when he swallowed gum as a kid, thinking it's going to be down there for X amount of years or something's going to start growing? Or just, I was so petrified if I ever swallowed gum. Yeah, I heard that one too. I, I, I mean, I was kind of like, well, enjoy the seven years down there. Uh, on day, you know, on the seventh year, it just pops out or what? How does that work? You mark it, make a note of it. Okay, 82, I swallowed gum. 1989, there it is. There it is. It's finally out. Yeah. Hot three is up next. What do you got for us? All right. Well, a flight has to be diverted after a flight attendant is assaulted. We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, I always have wondered if this actually happens. Have you ever heard of someone asking for joint custody of a dog? Well, it just happened. And parents have 11 kids and they name their kids using the same four letters. This is crazy. We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Zadell, Easy on Me, number one song in the uh, in the country right now. I think just the question is, how many weeks will it stay at number one? It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. With the Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. An American Airlines passenger is in custody after allegedly assaulting a flight attendant. The plane took off from New York yesterday evening. It was headed for Orange County, California, when the physical assault reportedly took place. Details are kind of scarce at this point, but it's been confirmed that pilots did divert the plane to Denver, where law enforcement came on board and removed the passenger. Neither the identity of the assailant nor the condition of the flight attendant have been released. American says they're working with authorities on it, but uh, it's it, it just seems like an, more and more of these incidents are happening. People are so angry on on airplanes. It's really insane. Yeah, I feel bad for the flight attendants and pilots. My, my wife was on a flight last week, and I, I talked about it on the show that there was a person on a uh, flight, drunk, flying from Vegas to Seattle, refusing to put on a mask. It was a whole issue for everyone, and they finally just said, all right, you're out of here, and removed the person, and thankfully they were able to leave on time, but I think that stuff has happened on, on a daily basis. The FAA says that 923 investigations have been initiated this year into violations of specific re- regulations or federal law. That's up from 183 last year, 183 to 923, and 146 in 2019. Before this year, the most investigations that were initiated in the 26-year period, dating back to 1995, was 310. So it's just, it's getting out of control. It's like, would you just... Let's get to our destination. Yeah, okay? just, so you got to follow some rules yeah. when you fly. If you don't like it, drive or get your own private plane or something. When you're going through a divorce, there's a lot of important issues that need to be resolved. Spousal support, division of assets, custody of the children, who gets the Amazon account, things like that. Well, there's also pets, which are basically like kids. So this actually makes sense. A judge in Spain has granted joint custody of a dog to a couple who is separating. The judge ruled that they are jointly responsible and would be co-caretakers of a dog named Panda, splitting vet bills and expenses evenly. The lawyer who brought the case called it a pioneering rule. Panda's going to now alternate between the two partners for a month at a time. Now, there isn't any context, but since it was brought before the court, the couple apparently didn't see eye to eye on who would get Panda, or maybe Panda was a nice and they were both trying to get the other person to take responsibility. <laughs> Who knows? But I've never heard of that ha- happening. Joint custody of the dog. Maybe it's been happening 
you know, without people getting involved legally, but with the judge ruling, hey, this is a 50-50 custody on, on this dog. Anyone in that situation where you split up and you, you kind of did the joint custody, just kind of work things out because you, you love your dog or cat or pet or whatever it is too much? Steph, God forbid you and James get a divorce. Who, who keeps Momo? Oh, my gosh. You know, we've actually said that, like, oh, it would be funny if, you know, we'd have to separate who would get Momo. I don't even want to have that conversation. I don't know who would do it because I'd be heartbroken if James gets it, even though I think I'd lean more towards James because he spends more time with him during the day. James has been the, the primary caretaker of Momo. Maybe you would still get visitation. Maybe yeah. it wouldn't be 50-50, but you could still go over and visit. Us I get holidays. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, finally, this morning, uh, some people choose names for their children that all begin with the same first letter. Uh, but one family in Belgium has a unique naming pattern for their kids, all 11 of them. And they plan to keep it up when their 12th child is born next year. So Gwenny Blankhart and Marino Venino that's a neat name, Marino Benino. <laughs> they named their first son Alex after Marino's stepdad, and their se- they named their second child Axel without even realizing that both names were made up of the same letters. So it started as coincidence, but then the couple decided to continue the trend for of names made up only of the letters A, E, L, and X for all of their kids. So far, they have 11 with one on the way. So that's a lot of names made of those four letters. So their their broad contains seven girls and four boys currently. And these are their names. You have Alex, Axel, Zela, that's X-E-L-A, Lexa, Zale, Zeal, Exla, Leax, Zale, and Elax. And then six-month-old Alx. This is so confusing. While their parents are still deciding on what the new baby boy will be named, the parents say that this will be their last one. They said right from the start, we had the bar set at 12. We will stick to that. (laughs) The day we sit around the table with 12 children, our family is complete. Work, it's a magic there. What's the last one's name? Because as you're doing, I'm trying to write, write them out and figure out what's the last child's name? Alx. A-L-X-E. A-L-X-E. Alx. Alx. Um... Yeah, I just don't know what to say. These uh, these are the people that I I envision have the the family sticker on the back of their minivan that shows all the people in their family. That's kind of what I envision these people. And there are a couple dogs there as well. Coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, Olivia Rodrigo talks about her visit to the White House and the odd gift that the president gave, uh, the president gave to her. Right now, though, this is Elton John and Dua Lipa. It's Cold Heart. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It's Mercedes in the morning, 7 o'clock. Thank you guys for joining us on this Thursday. We were just talking about a story in the Hot 3 about a couple who just by judge was ordered to have joint custody of a dog. And we asked, like, is this common? Do people really do this? And I was looking at the text line. So many people do that. Uh, apparently, a lot of people do this joint custody thing when they split up. Uh, this text came in. It said, my close friend who lives here in Vegas divorced last year, and he with his ex-wife now have joint custody of their two pugs by law. 
this is a thing and it makes sense. It's and and we asked you, Steph, if God forbid anything ever happened with you and James, you think you think James would get full custody and you'd get visitation rights. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I do you guys I mean you you have kind of your routine with Momo and you know you take him to the park it, James does a lot of that while you're at work and then when you get home it's like Steph time right it is it is Steph time and not just that we go to the park every day we actually see the same group of our friends like our dog friends that we see every day it's always around an hour before sunset we go to the same spot in the park there's Tom who kind of is like the organizer he's the man in charge he invites like come on come down we come they come every night every day before uh sunset it's Tom and Bella and they have um they're friends. I forget the owner's names. We only know the dog's you names. Only know the puppy's names. <laughs> only know the, puppy's names. <laughs> the dog's name is Tom or the organizer is Tom? The organizer is Tom. Oh, okay. That's the only name oh, we know. Okay, okay. I was like, wow, that's it. I've never heard of a dog named Tom before. <laughs> and then that, his dog is Bella. And then there's like Roxy. There's Willow. There's Oreo. We have all of our friends' dog's names. We only know the dog's names, not for the owners. But this is the thing. We have our group of friends that are our dog friends. I don't see us being friends with them outside of our dogs. Like, I don't see them mixing with my radio friends like you guys or my dancer friends back home in San Diego. I have, like, my group of friends, but my dog friends just seem, we just seem to only co- coincide or have that common theme is because of our dogs. Your dance friends come in from California to go out and party. You're not going to invite Tom to come join you? <sighs> Sorry, Tom. You're going to have to stay at the park, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) How many different groups of friends do you think you have? I would say I have my dance friends. I have my radio friends. I have my dog friends. Sometimes I have, like, I, I coincide with my Connecticut friends when we lived in Connecticut. But I don't I've only seen them when we lived in Connecticut. I don't see them. I wouldn't see them here in Vegas Mm -hmm. unless they came out to visit. But I don't I think I would say like maybe four, maybe five, five groups of friends and and mixing the friend groups that can get. I mean, that's stressful because you you don't know if they're going to like each other, if if it's a vibe like it's it's kind of a weird thing sometimes. How many do you have? Do you know how many groups of friends do you have, Mercedes, if you you were to break them down into groups of friends? I Honestly, I have like I don't have. I have a very small circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got like, I don't even know how I'd classify them. I've got like our family friends. And by family, they're friends that I consider family, even though there's no blood relation. So I've got those. Then I've got like, I, I've got radio friends. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. Work <laughs> and family. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, then I have friends that are like neighborhood friends, but I also consider them kind of family friends. Is it, yeah, I, I don't really classify my friends. It's more for us whether certain people will vibe with other people. It's not really the circles. It's the specific people like, OK, um, Tom and Helen will not not interact well with Dan and Irene. I just know mm-hmm. they will not. You know, these are not my friends. I was going to say, these are real people? No, no, no. I, I, I'm actually thinking of the neighbors that I used to, that lived in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. There was a Tom and Helen, and then Dan and Irene lived two doors down from them. But, like, they would not match, so we will not do stuff where they'll come together. But it's nerve-wracking when you bring people together, and you're like, please get along. There's been times where I'm like, oh. 
they didn't like each other. That's not <laughs> happening again. That is not happening. What about you? Um, there's work friends. Um, I've got like my, my college friends, my buddies that I went to school with in, uh, in, in the 90s at UNLV, and we're still friends to this day. So there's, there's, there's college buddies. Then there's a whole like equestrian horse friends. That's, uh, you know, my wife's world and my world. That's a whole different set of friends. And then I have like, I don't know, like maybe independence. Like like Buffalo Larry who cuts my hair is like one of my closest friends and like he doesn't like he wasn't work he was in college he wasn't horse he's just someone I met along the way and now he is I become friends with some of his friends he's become friends with some of my friends but I consider him like he's like an independent he can can kind of like float around and I have a couple like independents that I'll put in there where I just met them along the way they're very very close friends but they don't fall into that college work horse world they're just independent but do you worry about like bringing two people like a work friend with uh an independent or a horse friend with uh uh an independent or something like that well when my buddy started going to larry i'm like oh how's this gonna work are they going to like larry is larry gonna like them and for the most part there's one who he does not like and he told me um but for the most part they all everyone gets along it's a nice little uh interaction do they still go to him yeah yeah they still go to him, yeah. But even though he doesn't like Oh, him. no, no, the one that, the one that uh, he doesn't like, no, he stopped going. He, oh. stopped, he goes to someone else. Uh, In the same salon, which is weird, but yeah, he goes to someone else. Yeah, that could be very awkward. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to, to hook you up with someone you would hate. Coming up here in the dirt, Olivia Rodrigo talks about her visit to the White House and the odd gift that the president gave to her. Details in about 10 minutes. Jonas Brothers Marshmallow, leave before you love me. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. So there's going to be a new Buzz Lightyear movie without Tim Allen. Instead, Buzz is being voiced by Chris Evans. Pixar released the first trailer yesterday. The movie is called Lightyear, and it comes out on June 17th. And the movie focuses on Buzz's origin story. So he's in human form, not toy form like Tim's version. Some people are wondering why Tim is not returning. TMZ is speculating that it could be political. Or maybe the studio just wanted to distinguish a difference between Buzz Lightyear the person and Buzz Lightyear the toy. Or maybe Chris just plays a younger version of the character, so they went with a younger voice. This is from the trailer. He only speaks once. Here's the only time we hear him speak during the actual trailer. To infinity. And... That's what we get. I think that with this voice difference thing, yeah, you've got a human and then the toy, they probably are going to, I'm sure they're going to address it in the movie, like why they're different. There's got to be some reason for it. So I, I wouldn't read into it too much. Yeah, which is what people like to do. And speaking of reading into things, fans are convinced that Chris Evans and Selena Gomez are an item. And they're on the hunt for every possible sign. So after Evans, he posted a video of him playing on the piano to his Instagram story. And fans noticed a tiny detail in the video that they're convinced adds fuel to these romance rumors. He's playing Purple Rain on the piano. And in the corner of the video, there's a reflection visible on the piano where you can see a hint of a brunette. It's literally just a shoulder and some brown hair. Apparently, that's enough for fans to be convinced that Selena Gomez was there when he was playing the piano. Gotta be her. Gotta be her. Mm. A brunette, it's Selena Gomez. <laughs> Angelina Jolie, uh, is she dating the weekend? We're not sure. But they've been spotted together about three times this year. Now, during a recent appearance on E's Pop Daily, or Daily Pop, Angelina was there to promote her new movie, The Eternals, when she was asked a question about her relationship. Take a listen to this. I have to know, because Angelina, your kids are at the age where they have opinions. So I have to know, were they more excited that you were in The Eternals or that you are friends with The Weeknd? They're very excited about this film, if that's what you're asking. They're very excited about this film. 
He tried to be slick. That was a very sneaky way to get it, get the question out there, mm-hmm. and she was not biting at all. It was so funny because I saw that video. She looked directly at Selma Hayek, who's sitting right next to her, and Selma's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and one eagle-eyed fan saw a reflection off of the chair, and it looked like the weekend's hair, in the, uh, and they're saying he was there. Really? The, no. Oh, I was like, oh, gosh, I missed that part. You just tie it into the, uh, the Chris Evans story. Yeah. Fans will try to find anything and piece it together. So over the summer, Olivia Rodrigo, she visited the White House. And she was on with Kimmel to talk about the experience. Here she is talking about just how nervous she was to be there. The White House is just the coolest place. I was so nervous to go. <laughs> but I like walked in there and there's like all these plates that like George Washington used to eat his dinner at. And like all of this crazy stuff. And I was just like, scared I was going to like sneeze and break such a priceless artifact. It was, it was crazy, but I uh, walked out, didn't break anything. And then she talked about a unique gift that the president gave her. He gave me a few gifts. He gave me M&M's, and he also gave me a shoehorn, which was strange. Did he really give you a shoehorn? Really. It had, like, the presidential, like, (laughs) emblem on it. I'm serious. It's in my house. Did you pretend to be interested in the shoehorn? I didn't see it when he gave it to me. It was, like, in a bag, and I, like, opened it up. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Mercedes, the president gives you a shoehorn. How do you react? I don't even really know how to use a shoehorn, honestly. Like, what, what, I, I know it's to put on your shoes, but, like, what's the issue that you can't put on your shoes? Is that a, is that an ease thing, like, as you get older? Maybe. For the shoehorn, what's the whole purpose? The shoehorn, wasn't it an old-timey thing people would use? Your shoes were too tight, and you put it in the, you put it in the back of the shoe in plastic or metal so that way you can slide your heel into it easier maybe open up the shoe so you can yeah, put your foot in there I've never used one before I know my dad had one but I never saw him use it Steph you says there, you said that there's a, a reason for it I think it's not to crease the back of the shoe but oh, I might be wrong that might that makes sense that makes sense yeah because sometimes when you put your shoe on like the back gets kind of caught on your foot and so if you want to keep your nice shoes really nice that that makes total sense I've seen the shoe horns that are the tiny tiny ones did your dad have one of the ones that was like a long stick so you don't have to even bend over? Um, no, he had the small ones. The one. small ones? Yeah. Coming up here next hour, this is really cool. You're going to go see Katy Perry because we have your tickets at 825 and they're yours when you win. Heads up. Thanks, 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 729 Thursday. I think in every profession, there's consultants, people that are like outside sources that come into your workplace or your industry and they say, this is what you can do to improve productivity, content, uh, company morale, things like that. Every industry has those, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we have some, uh, some, some great people in our industry. And I was actually on one of those consultants' websites last night. I won't mention the person's name, and I was kind of looking around, and I saw an interesting article, and the headline was, the top five radio topics that get the phones ringing. Like, interesting. I clicked on it and realized it was a little bit of an older article, about three, four years old. Okay. But it was from a well-respected female radio host who wrote this article. And she kind of broke it down where she had categories, but she had specific topics for each category, specific questions to ask your audience to get the phones ringing. So I have the five here. So I figured I'd ask you, Mercedes, you, Steph, and you listening right now can, can, uh, can join the conversation as well. So the first category she had was food. And she wrote, everyone eats. It's that simple. Food is so compelling that TV long ago figured out how to make whole networks based on nothing but eating and cooking and talking about food. 
I, you know what? I would agree with that to a certain extent. I think that whenever we talk about like, what's your weird food combination or stuff like that, people have some people call and they love to tell you their weird food combos and I'm here for it. I like to hear how people eat. It's really interesting to me. And many of many times that we've discussed it, I've actually gone home and tried some of these things. Some of the stuff is very interesting because yeah. that's her question. She put down here for the radio topic. What's the weird food? You ate at someone else's house. Oh. Hmm. The weird food you eat at someone else's house. I'm trying to think. Everything I've had has been pretty good. Nothing weird here. How about you? Um, It wasn't weird, but it goes back, to, gosh, my, my sister's place in the early 2000s. Uh, we had something that had mayonnaise. And that night, we all got sick. It was because her mayonnaise was expired. Ew. The food was good. The weird thing is, she had expired mayonnaise. Yeah, that's yeah. Nothing weird about expired mayonnaise. It's just not good. <laughs> Have you guys tried hot Cheetos? Yes, yes. with the salami covered in it, though. What? what? Yeah. So I was at a friend's house in middle school. I know, and the salami was they they wrapped the sala- salami and inside it was a hot Cheeto. You guys got to try it. It's pretty good. Oh, you guys just made me think of something when you said that. I don't know why salami made me think of this. Uh, we went to a friend's house. This was weird, but it was delicious. And he cooked, he made a steaks, but he made the steaks with water. Hmm? Yeah. It's, it's a way of cooking steaks. I think it's called sous vide. Uh-huh. And you, you, you cook the steaks in hot water. Like you put them in this plastic baggy thing and like it's a machine. It was what, probably one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Are you boiling it? Like you're boiling the steak? I can't remember how it works, but Google sous vide uh, steak and it shows you like how they make it. It was so tender and it takes like a couple days to make it's it's a whole process you use you use this low temperature of, of water and you put it in a plastic pouch and then it you give it like a bath and it made the best steak ever it was so good look see topic number one it's already got his yeah. disgusting things and going back and forth okay she's on to something uh, topic number two shelter Everyone sleeps somewhere, is, is it what she goes on to write. But then the specific question she gives, describe the nasty house you have ever been in. The nasty house? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, hmm. I don't know that I've been in a nasty house. I've been in some homes that have kind of a funky smell. Um, I wouldn't say nasty. It's just everybody's house has a smell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I walked in my studio today and it had a smell. I was like, someone was in here. Something is smelly. Or maybe it's coming through the vent from your studio. They didn't take the trash out last night oh. and someone had food. And instead of taking it to the kitchen, they put their food scraps in a trash can, put the trash cans here in the studio. That's why it smelled. Mm-hmm. I walked in. I'm like, ew. Yuck. So yep. that was that would be the nastiest thing I've noticed. In that I, house. By the way, I took that out, so hopefully the smell went away. So I cleaned out the trash cans in here. Yeah, I'm just happy I have a sense of smell. <laughs> yeah, that's a plus yeah, for the smell. Yeah. For me, it would be our fraternity house, the Sigma Guy house. It was an apartment complex, and every when they, our alumni bought this apartment complex, and uh, everyone moved out, and we were moving in. Every single we had to redo all the apartments, and they were just filthy. I, from cleaning my apartment. I got a full body rash the day after. That's how nasty it was. Ew, that's it disgusting. It was awful. Mercedes, it was horrific. It was I w- horrific. I can only imagine. Yeah, I was in, mine was in an apartment too. And it was a, we were picking up a table when we first moved here. Someone was selling it on one of the apps. And we went into the apartment and the guy's place was full of aquariums. Just nothing but aquariums. But that smell, that lingering smell of whatever water that is and like the 
the fish poop and stuff. Ooh, Ooh. it was disgusting. Fish food and fish water. (laughs) Next topic uh, on the the top five radio topics that get the phones ringing. Topic number three, relationships. And the specific question she put down, my neighbors probably hate me because blank. Hmm. My neighbors probably hate me because my husband is like the watchdog of our neighborhood. (laughs) And if he sees something out of place, (laughs) he says something or calls someone. May I help you? Yeah. He's always like, hey, you know that your sprinkler head's broken? It's burning water all over the the street. You're going to get a water ticket. You better get that fixed. He's looking out for everybody. He is, but you know, sometimes he comes across (laughs) a little harsh. So that's probably why my neighbors hate me. What about you? Uh, My neighbors probably hate me because of my car my my muscle car is loud you hear that thing start up you hear it drive through the neighborhood and i think when i'm leaving for work that early i you know maybe someone hears it so maybe i just because i'm the loud car guy that's why they hate me that's uh <laughs> that's, I've, I've been there but saturday morning finally get to sleep in someone's someone's car turns <laughs> I can't stand you. (laughs) Steph? My neighbors probably hate me because my puppy Momo sometimes wakes up barking at the loudest he can around 1.30 in the morning. And that happens often. Mm, How can you hate a sweet little puppy like Momo? Just show them, Momo. (laughs) I tried showing my neighbor my cool car. It's like, no, it doesn't work. You still woke me up. Yeah, Yeah, it's not going to work. Fourth topic is money. What's the worst thing you ever did for money? Hmm. I don't think I've ever done anything bad for money. I mean, I, I, money, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know. What about you? Um, I don't think worse because if anything I'm doing, I'm getting paid. I'm trying to think of the silliest thing. Um, in college, they were looking for people to partake in studies at UNLV. And my buddy and I, we signed up for a couple of studies. And I literally sat in a room trying to move objects with my mind. Sat there staring at a pen for like an hour trying to move it. And they asked me all these questions. And I got paid like 20 bucks for doing it. Oh, that works. That works. Yeah. Steph? I can't think of anything like that. Only like the... The worst thing I've I've bought or maybe maxing out my credit card in a month, like stuff like that. Some stupid financing stuff that we did as a kid. I, I worked at a pizza place that I hated. I, I would say that's the worst thing I ever did for money. It was a terrible. Worst job ever. Well, according to this uh, radio expert, the top five radio topics that get the phones ringing. By the way, the phones haven't rang, but nice conversations between us. Well, we, did we only do four? Uh, yeah, I get the last one. Oh, okay. I was just giving, oh, I I was giving I a reset. We oh, giving a reset okay. in case someone joined us. So not new here. The last topic is animals. And she writes, bullied by cows, terrorized by turkeys, hog farming horrors. Have you ever been attacked by a farm animal? Um, yes, a goat. Oh! A goat uh, at a petting zoo. Why do they even have petting zoos? My parents took me to one as a kid, and the goat, like, started eating my clothes, and then he wouldn't let go, and then I was just trying to get away and go sitting by the poor little calf that just lays there and doesn't do anything, and that goat followed me everywhere. That, and I don't know if a duck is a farm animal, but I've been attacked by a duck before, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's me. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with the petting zoo. I remember as a kid going up, and um, my parents parents taking a picture and the cow started chewing on my head you don't realize it right away like hey why are you chewing on my hair man oh but not like really chewing just kind of trying to it's like he didn't take off part of your scalp or anything i'm missing an ear actually (laughs) you've never noticed i'm missing an ear because that cow took a bite of it steph what's yours the only time i can think of it's not as crazy as yours but uh a camel there was one at a like a festival slash farm where my mom lives and the Camel started like chewing on my hair 
And I was like, whoa, dude. And it was kind of just as a joke, just something funny like that. But nothing crazy like being ran over by ducks or something like that. <laughs> the, the fact that animals love chewing on hair so much, why don't we make them food that's made out of hair? I mean, they like it, obviously. So like, hey, this one tastes like hair. Um, that, I think there's a market there for for hair-flavored food for animals because they certainly seem to enjoy it. Feed it to cows and goats. They'd be very happy animals. Yeah. Up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? The annual hottest vehicles that thieves target list is released. We'll tell you if you're driving one of those cars. Also, a new flavor of candy cane is here for the holidays. No Thank you is all I have to say. And the dictionary adds some new words. We'll see if you know these definitions, if they sound familiar to you. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Well, make sure to get those uh, car doors locked because the annual Hottest Vehicles Thieves Target list has been released. It's a new report from the National Insurance Crime Bureau, and it shows the most stolen vehicles last year. Four of the top spots go to full-size pickup trucks, which dominate the list. Here are the hottest stolen vehicles. Number one, the Ford full-size pickup. Two is the Chevy full-size pickup. Three is the Honda Civic, followed by the Honda Accord and the Toyota Camry. Bottom five, or, or the bottom um, five here on the uh, on the top ten, that makes no sense. Okay, number six is <laughs> Nissan Altima, the GMC full-size pickup, the Toyota Corolla, the Honda CRV, and a Dodge full-size pickup. That's got to be the worst feeling. You walk out in the morning, your car is not there. I've been in the situations where I come out of the gym or somewhere and just kind of forget where I park, and there's that moment of panic that sets in, like... <gasps> Oh, yeah, no, I parked on this side today. That's why I might can't find my car. But to walk out and truly have your car just be missing, oh, it's got to be the and worst. just not even know, like, where do you even begin? Mm-hmm. Like, where, what do you do here? That's crazy. Um, also, this morning, I feel like the only reason to buy these is to prank someone because people are not actually buying them because they think they taste good, right? New um, candy cane flavors are coming out. We're getting a little taste of what's to come this holiday season. And there is a new candy cane flavor uh, the candy cane that is flavored like a hot dog. Yep. Hot dog flavored candy canes are here and they look exactly like normal candy canes. The novelty candy company, Archie McVie is selling six packs of them for $6 and 50 cents. And get this, they're already sold out. You can sign up to get an email when they have more in stock, but they've been selling odd candy cane flavors for a while now. Some of their other flavors include bacon, sardines, ketchup, kale, pickles, pizza and mac and cheese you can uh, check out all of the great flavors they have and sign up for those hot dog ones at mcphee m-c-p-h-e-e dot com yeah i can see it being like you said a nice funny little prank oh you want a candy cane sure they just watch the person lick it but do you have any craving for a hot dog flavored candy cane no like not even a hot dog <laughs> much less a hot dog <laughs> not even the real deal right not, much less a hot dog flavored candy cane that's for sure uh, finally this morning so the pandemic is playing a bigger role in the dictionary now, Merriam-Webster is now adding some new phrases thanks to what we've been through for the past year and a half. Words like ghost kitchen, curbside delivery, vaccine passport, and super spreader have all been added to their dictionary. Those are actually among 455 new words and phrases that were added this month. Uh, some other ones include air fryer, wiener roast, dad bod, 
fourth trimester and doorbell camera. One of the most talked about foodie terms that was added, which I'm really surprised it was not in there before, was fluffernutter. For those that don't know, that's a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream. Uh, communication is also key with online words making the cut such as TBH. Uh, you know what TBH means, right? TBH? Yes. If someone T- puts TBH, uh, you upset me yesterday. Thanks. But TBH, by the way? No, the T. TBH, you upset me. TBH. Truth be told. The truth be hold. What is TBH? <laughs> to be honest. Oh, to be honest. TBH. <laughs> it's frequently used in social media and text messaging. Am <laughs> I TBH. Am I right? M-A-M-I-R-I-T-E. Like one word slang for am I right to represent or imitate the use of this phrase as a tag question in informal speech. And then FTW uh, has been added, an abbreviation for for the win, used especially to express approval or support in social media. FTW is often used to acknowledge a very clever or funny response to a question or meme. Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour at 825, we have those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. Uh, those are yours when you win. Heads up, but up next, awkward. Thursday morning, it's a tradition. Some awkwardness is about to happen. We are going to play That Was Awkward. Jump online. We're going to be on Facebook live streaming so you can see all the awkwardness. One of us is going to do something awkward. The other two are going to have to say something awkward. Who's going to get what? We'll find out after Walker Hayes. It's Mix 94.1. 90s there. Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy on Mix 94.1. It is time for That Was Awkward. This is the game that we play where two of us are going to have to say something very awkward. One of us is going to have to do something awkward. It's an actual game. There's cards and everything. Um, We've gone through, I'd say, 95% of them. There are some stragglers in there that we haven't done. But what's really cool is the creators of the game found out that we've used a lot of the cards. So they sent us via email some new things that we can do for that was awkward so i have them on my screen they're all numbered i switched up the numbers so i'm gonna have you guys pick a number but first let's reveal who is doing what this morning Uh i I, i'm just judging based on that you're doing something (laughs) i am say this for me all right so we're gonna start with the say this is um i don't think i've gone first in a long time so i am just i'll have you guys since i can see the numbers here uh pick a random number for me guys one through five three three okay oh i shuffled them up did i give a three oh there it is okay Pretend to have an intense conversation, but the only word you can say is meow. <laughs> okay, so just an intense conversation, but all I can do is say meow. Okay, um, let me think. I'm going to pretend I'm talking to you very intensely. Okay. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 no way, meow, 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 
Oh, you're so well, intense and frustrated. You felt your, you felt your frustration, even through just speaking me out. I mean, I was, I, I, in my mind, I was, I, I was saying the actual words, uh-huh. and then I translated them to me out. So to I it. was really saying something. I there. can't believe that happened, Mercedes. I, I wow, I'm so meow. intense. Yeah, meow. 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 Okay. Meow. Meow. It's time to move on. All right, I got mine out of the way. That Here's was the thing, easy. Though, I mean, say the, do this or say this. That's what we love. This game is it. You're, you're full either way. I'm doing you know? something. Yeah, you know? exactly. All right. So, uh, so I'm okay, your say turn. This, yeah. uh, one, two, four, or five. Pick a number. Let's go four. Number four. Okay. <laughs> Make the most annoying noise you can and do it five times. <laughs> The most annoying noise you can and do it five times. Hi, my name's JC. Hi, my name's JC. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, Steph got a pop. I uh, did. I thought you were going to make your armpit, <laughs> armpit fart noises, I, honestly. I can't do them. I can't do okay. them. Okay. Uh, I thought that was rather lovely. I didn't think really that like was that? very okay. annoying, um, honestly. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Two more? Yep. (laughs) JC had some bad food last night in the bathroom. He's currently in the bathroom right now and stall next to me. Yeah, that was bad. All right. There you go. The okay. first one was really nice. Oh, wow. Very good. Very good. You feel that in the chest when you do that. that yeah, that was that was awkward. <laughs> okay. Steph, time to do this. Pick a number. Oh, one, two, gosh. three, four, or five. Uh, JC, go ahead and pick for me. One. One. <laughs> Keep trying to lick your elbow. See how close you can get. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, I'm going to roll up my sleeves because I got a long sleeve on here. And I'll do my left. Oh, my goodness. This is so, this is so embarrassing. Use I've that done tongue. this before. Use that tongue. Ew, don't say that to me. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. And my Wait, elbows. Did you just say you've done this before? I've tried it because you know when you're a kid. Yeah, like, they say you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't do it. So I've done it. I mean, I'm not going to I'm envisioning you like in the past two weeks trying this for some reason. No, last <laughs> night. I'm already practicing for that. It was awkward. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, let me just push my. The sound effects. Deep breath in. <laughs> this is obnoxious. Let me try the other side. Oh, I'm a righty. Maybe the right elbow will work better. Okay. <laughs> I can't do this. I was just thinking, what if you you placed your elbow on like the table and then? Oh, you're Flip messing it. with me. No, no, no. I'm honestly, I was no way. There's gonna be a different angle. Let's, oh my gosh, look at that ashy elbow. I need some lotion. Okay, lick it. Oh, my light, my ring light went off. This is how intense it's going in here. All right, screw the screw the ring light. Hold on one second, Mercedes. Read the thing again. What okay. how did it read? It says, um, "What number? Oh, one. Keep trying to lick your elbow. See how close you can get." How close? I like how she's adding the seduction factor to it with the uh, the sound. Yes, the sound. I don't think that's meant to seduce anyone. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm sorry, that's just I'm her sorry. I'm really trying. Things, you know, I'm JC's sorry. mind always goes there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, have use... you ever noticed that? Yeah, use that tongue. I'm like, dude, we're well, encouraging you to use your tongue. That's the only way you like it. Okay, the, I think actually, Mercedes, your technique might actually help. Watch me. Oh, you're close. 
Oh my gosh, Steph, you're really close. <sighs> Stretch it's your tongue really out. It's really hard. Okay. Ah. Um. What if Mercedes went in there and pushed that elbow up closer? Oh, I would go to the ER immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think this Crack. is it. This is the closest I can get. That's really close. I'm impressed. I am impressed. That was a really good job, Steph. That was tough. Okay, next week, I'm off the table for the do this. Last week, I had the doggy tricks. Oh, yeah. This week, I had the elbow. So what are you two? You better be ready next week. Fair enough. I think the most awkward part of that was JC's commentary. (laughs) You're like that that guy at work that you're like, "Eh, why did you say? I am sorry. It sounded very seductive sound you were making, Steph. That's a compliment. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You bet next week you're yeah, going to The game is that was awkward, just trying to uh, <laughs> stick to the theme of the game. <laughs> All right, so we do it every Thursday, and yes, yeah, Steph is off the table. She had two do-thises in a row, and that's the rule. You can't have it a third time. Still to come this hour, there's tickets for you to go see Katy Perry play at the theater at Resorts World. Her residency is going to start up. You're going to be there in January. Your tickets at 825. It's Dell with the number one song in the country, Easy On Me. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning, and those tickets for you to Katy Perry. Less than five minutes. I made a new discovery yesterday. I discovered something so amazing that has been right before my eyes this entire time. I had no idea it was there, but it just, it made my life so much easier. And I'm here to share it with everyone who probably already knew about it. It's the cell phone parking lot at the airport. Have you ever parked in that thing before? The like talking about the short term if you're going to pick someone no, up. No, I'm not talking about that. No, 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 like the area where like you can like just swing by. Is it where, like you you swing in and wait for people? What area are you talking about? There is a parking lot at the airport that is dedicated to for people who are solely waiting for a call on their cell phones to go pick up the person. It's not short term parking. It's right next to long-term parking, as a matter of fact. But it's just this little lot that right before you go into long-term parking on your left-hand side, Uh there's this little open area, and people go, and they park there, and they wait till they get the call that their person is ready, and then you can go. There's no gate to pass through. There's no ticket to take. There's no parking, nothing. It's just a little lot right next to short-term parking or to long-term parking. And I discovered it yesterday when I was picking my mom up from the airport. I was going to get her and I was like, oh, typically I just circle. I just keep going around and around, go through passenger pickup. She there? Nope. Let's circle again. She there? Nope. I'll circle 10, 15 times just waiting for her. I'm a circler too. Oh, uh, now you don't need to do that anymore. This, this cell phone parking lot has been there this entire time. I came a different way to the airport, different than I, the way I usually come. So I see this sign that says cell phone parking. I'm like, Huh? What's that? So I'm like, oh, I've got some time. I'm going to go check out and see what this is all about. So I go and there's just people there parked, looking at their phones, waiting. I'm like, this is amazing. I don't have to pay anything. I don't have to take a ticket. I can just sit here looking at my phone. So I sat there. Then my mom, ring, ring. Hello. She's like, I just landed. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, tell me when you get to passenger pickup. She's like, okay. Five minutes later, I'm walking across the bridge. I'm like, well, I will start driving that way. So then I just started driving. 
we literally met up at the exact same time. No waiting, no circling, no nothing. It is the coolest discovery I have made recently that I thought everyone knew about. Because you're not, if you're not parking in short term to maybe greet someone down at baggage claim or something, because I would be a circler. It might, 99% of the time, my wife drives herself to the airport, but if I'm picking her up, um, and I would do the circle thing, and it would time out. She's like, okay, I'm walking out. And then I would kind of speed up thinking she's going to be walking out, but she got held up on the tram or something. Like, where are you? Ah, uh, you know, backed up on the tram. Like, you got to circle. You try to pace it. You drive a little bit slower. So you come around, and then you then you pass the pickup area, and she calls, I'm here. I'm like, ah, I got to loop around again. And frustration adds. When you pick up your passenger, you're a little bit irritated. This thing's brilliant. It is just the greatest thing. I can't believe I just now discovered it. I highly recommend it to anyone going to the airport so you don't have to circle and circle and circle or even pay for parking. You just sit there and you wait. It was, it, it's just, I don't know. It made my day finding that. So what is the cool thing you recently discovered it may not be new but it was new to you and you're like i gotta tell other people about it 702-364-9400 uh just got a text here i just discovered this over the weekend also greatest thing ever i always went to short term and then I have to take a ticket, and then you hope that you're within the window, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're not. No, not with this. It is amazing. Now, it's, as you're approaching long-term parking is where it is. It's not on the backside of the parking garage. Okay. As I'm pulling up, there's long-term parking. There's a valet. That's by valet, right? So so what the way I would recommend finding it, because it snuck up on me. Like I said, I came I came on Paradise. I usually never come from that direction. I was coming from the TV station. Usually I come from the 215. So I would recommend, if you're looking for it, people are asking, where is it? Where is it? Okay, so just act like you're going to long-term parking. Just pretend like you're going. Follow the signs for long-term parking. And then right before you enter the little, take the ticket for long-term parking, just to your left-hand side, there's a a sign that says cell phone parking. And then you just turn into there. And there's, there's no gate you have to you know sit in or anything like that and then where does it spit you out when you go to leave you come out the same way you just come out the same way and, and then there's you- signs that say to terminal one or to terminal three and i was going to terminal three so i went i went one way it is just the greatest thing ever uh it's it's, it's next to oh you're right okay oh my gosh yeah it's next to the economy parking lot is that the same as long-term parking i'm thinking when you're saying long-term i'm thinking the, the parking garage you're okay, talking no, about no, economy no. where it's down lower because because once you start going up the ramp towards long-term parking, okay, it's before the ramp, right? No, no, no. Smack it up, flip it, and reverse it. Let's all go back. Don't forget what I said about long-term parking. It's next to the economy parking lot. Go to economy parking. Thank you, person who just texted. That's, yeah, it's not long-term parking. It's economy parking. The one that's like off-campus, you yeah, know? Mm-hmm. It's right next to that, but it's super close to drive to go pick up people. It is. I, maybe Billy can help us. Hey, Billy, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, can you explain where the cell phone parking lot is? Oh, cell phone parking lot. I, I mean, it's like right when you kind of come around the curve for passenger pickup, I think you make like a right. Uh, I, I would go to economy parking. What's your discovery, though? Do you have a cool discovery? Yeah, so I drive. A, I have to drive around town sometimes, and I have an electric car, so I can't drive the freeways. And I found out I could connect to the airport connector using Bermuda, and it's just like a quick little, like, way to get into it and out of it without having to do the whole big loop of it. That That's a, just a game changer yeah. right there. Just right there on right Bermuda. There. 
these are like the little local secrets that we should all know about. Uh, This one says it's on the way over to where Terminal 2 used to be. Uh, not the same long-term parking as garage. You're right. I'm sorry. It was economy parking. I miss. I, I, I messed that up. Uh, this one said, "This that's so great to hear. Phoenix has had them for a while. Finally, we needed such. Uh, Jan says, I love cell phone parking, but could it be any creepy and dark at night? See, it was dusk when I was there, mm. so it wasn't bad at all. Uh, this one says, I cheated. I always parked at the Thomas and Mac and then drove over when my person called. Yeah, now you can get a little bit closer. This one says, I've been living here for 14 years. You just changed my life. Cell phone parking. Yes. It was the greatest thing ever. That Thomas and Mac's not a bad cheat, though. It's really it. not. You're pulling the parking lot of Thomas and Mac. Someone says, I'm here. By the time you get out and get over there, you might be golden. Ah, that's a, but it's a game changer right there. I am. I, I was just completely taken aback by that. So I'm sharing the news. Again, by economy parking lot, not long term, economy. It's right next to it. It's perfect. Let's do this right now. You got your phone next to you. You give us a call at 702-364-9400. You want to be caller 20? That's you. You're playing heads up for an awesome prize. We have tickets to see Katy Perry play over at the theater at Resorts World Las Vegas here in January. Her residency starts up in December, but we've got your tickets for January. And all you got to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702. 702- 2364 9400. Doja Cat and SZA Kiss Me More. The People's Choice Awards. The nominations just came out, and that is up for Best Collaboration of 2021. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Marco, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woo-hoo! Let's get you a category. Uh, do you want to go with First They're Sour or All Hallows Eve? Oh, Halloween. Okay. Halloween is Sunday, of course. So these are all things that are related to Halloween. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes. Okay. All right, Margo, here we go. We got 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct, and you'll get tickets to go see Katy Perry. Ladies, you start now. These float, they say boo. Yes. This is what the kids say when you open your door on Halloween. Trick or treat. Yes. This is a, he's a green guy. He was put together in a laboratory. He's got the bolts in his neck. Uh, oh, Frankenstein. Yes. This is, um, they, they crawl on you. Uh, a black widow is a type of one. Spider. Yes. Uh, this is when people die and they come back from the dead and they're like, yes. This is what you turn your pumpkin into. You, you carve it and it becomes a. Uh, Jack and something. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's pass. Um, the the wicked witch of oh shoot, I just said it. Pass. Um, this is what is in front of your grave. Um, they, they, uh, there's one of these. It's made out of uh, rock. Uh, no. Um, okay, pass. You don't want this. This gravestone. Uh, what's another word for it? Type of pizza. Oh, what just went down there? What happened? Oh no. I feel like Jack of Something should have counted. Jack of Something, yeah. But I think the official one's Jack o' Lantern is what they're Jack-o-lantern. looking for. Jack o' Lantern. Oh my gosh, Margo, I'm so sorry. Please.
please do not hang up. Hang up. Hang on the line. We are going to get you um, a consolation prize. But yeah, then Dummy Me said witch, wicked witch of the. That was the clue. And then tombstone was what we were actually. I looking felt like for. that was on the tip of her tongue too. I know. Oh. I'm so sorry. That means caller twenty right now. You're going to get these tickets to see Katy Perry, her residency over at Resorts World in January. All you got to do is just be caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. His new album, Equals, comes out tomorrow. Looking forward to that. It is 840 Mercedes in the morning. I am still feeling so bad. Congratulations, by the way, to Layla, who just got those Katy Perry tickets um, because Margot and I were not able to get six and 60 seconds and heads up. Uh, so Layla got the ticket. She was caller 20. But I just I feel so bad. And it's like I was talking to her off the air and she's like, English is not my first language. I'm like, no, it's not your fault. It's my fault. My clues. I screwed up on one of them. I just I carry that guilt. It's a lot harder than it sounds playing the pressure of heads up is really hard and uh, i've got friends that play along in the car and stuff and they say oh i, I can nail it i can nail it. there's just an added pressure too i think when you're on the radio the t- it's time to perform you're hearing that clock ticking as well you know you got 60 seconds all of a sudden you got 10 seconds the clock speeds up yeah it, it's tough and you, you guys are on a streak there and then all, I, like, i'm like they got it they got it and then just yeah the wheels kind of came off there at the end but that happens it, it happens it does there's like it, all of those high pressure games that the games that you have to think fast <laughs> not not easy not easy at all there there's an actual radio game we played on here uh, on the show before called think fast and i'm terrible at that game it, it gets your brain going though it's, it gets your brain firing steph do you have some think fast questions for us today oh i'm are you guys ready because i oh, have no. a few <laughs> no 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 i haven't done it I've, I've administered this to you two before in the past i've not been on the receiving end of a think fast oh. in quite some time so jc we'll start with you oh. so we're gonna start with jc oh, hold on okay okay get your brains working can we do, like, think, can we think medium Medium. Instead of think fast, think, think like, medium. or slow. <laughs> think average. Yeah, think average. <laughs> no, okay, uh, how about just whenever you want to, just answer it out, but try to be on the faster end. Okay. How about that? All right, JC, name a movie that starts with the letter C. Go. Cocoon. Oh, my Cocoon. gosh. <laughs> a real movie, JC. Cocoon is a real movie. I think that's from movie. the 80s it's stuff. It's an 80s oh, movie. Way before <laughs> your time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, Mercedes, we'll go to you then. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> how about... Name something you played as a kid that starts with the letter H. Heads up, seven up. <laughs> Good job. Nice job, Mercedes. I knew of that one. That starts with the letter H? Starts with the letter H, yeah. Uh, the honky-tonk man, my wrestling figure. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to get some weird answers here. <laughs> okay, so we'll go with JC first, and yeah. then Mercedes, go ahead and answer after. Okay. Something you should never give to trick-or-treaters. That starts with the letter K. Uh, Kit Kats. Why would you not give them I don't know. They might get angry. Give me yours, K. Kerosene. (laughs) (laughs) I would never give them kerosene, ever. Okay, Mercedes. Your eyes lit up. Like I said, go. I could see your brain got it. Your eyes got it. You lit up on that one. That was good. She's on it right (laughs) now. So, Mercedes, we'll go to you first, and then JC, just think Uh, of one right after. Okay. A boy's name that starts with the letter K. Ah, uh, Kevin. Good job. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Carl with a K. Carl with a K. Smart. <laughs> he, he calls the show a lot. He does. He's we a good guy, it. yes. Uh, let's let's move Let's on. have a race. Like, let's have you and I compete to see Ooh. who can get it okay, first. first. Okay. Okay, okay so you guys are going to answer at the same time? Uh, yes. All right. Ooh. A five-letter word that starts with the letter L. Lucy. 
That's, that's four. And that's Loser. <laughs> Good job, Mercedes. <laughs> Are you calling JC one or was you, you answering Oh, me? yeah. Oh, that wasn't even my answer. I was just talking to JC, loser. <laughs> what the heck? Lucy. I don't know. I'm just spitting stuff out. I don't even count letters. You should count letters in your mind. My God, you're talented, my friends. Loser. Hey, stop that. Loser. I'm just kidding. You're not loser. a loser. Loser. That's our friend, little uh, Levi there. Okay, do you guys want to switch up the round? Maybe we can think I don't a like the competition thing. I don't like pitting us against each other. Okay. So you want to do it separately? Yeah. G- give Mercedes one. Give me one. Okay, JC. I'll go with you first. Let's switch up the rules a little bit. Oh. Let's do the opposite. I'm going to say something like white, and then you'll say black, the opposite of what I'll say. Okay. Okay. What is the opposite of alive? Dead. Good job. Mercedes? What? Now, we're just doing like antonyms now. <laughs> uh, come on, wife, I'm so smart right there. What about the opposite of Mercedes? Okay, ancient, current. Okay. That's very a game show answer too. Current, current. current. <laughs> JC, the opposite of a carnivore. Herbivore. Is it herbivore or herbivore? I don't know. It's things that eat plants. It's JC versus the English language. Yes. <laughs> Give it to him. He got it right. All right. Mercedes, let's do this last one. What is the opposite of agree? Disagree. Nice. Okay, we'll do one more. JC, the opposite of an amateur. A pro. Wow. Okay, that round was pretty easy. Good job. I, I, I like the other ones where you have to think of something. Yeah. Now we're just doing okay. opposites. Yeah. Are, are just, they're, those are really Go back easy. To the Too easy? One. All right, let's do some more. Let's do... Mercedes, something scary that starts with the letter G. Ghost. Nice. JC, something you would not want to add on top of ice that starts with the letter O. Octopus. Okay. <laughs> Why even put octopus on top of your ice? You never know. I like it chilled. <laughs> this is the first thing that pops in my mind. I'm not looking for the right answer. I'm just looking for the first thing that pops in my mind. Okay. That's the beauty of it. I love this. Mercedes, name a college that starts with the letter M. Montpelier State University. I don't even know is if that that's really real. a place. <laughs> let's, let's look it up. Is that even a place? I um, Why can't I think of one? Michigan State. Oh, there you go. Nice. Good job. Marymount well, University. Okay, JC, you're on it. All right, next one, JC. Something you might throw at your sibling during a fight that starts with the letter R. Rice. We're eating dinner. I got some rice. Here's some rice. (laughs) Get out of my face, John. Uh, All right, Mercedes, last one here. A place you would like to visit that starts with the letter B. Boston. Okay, good job. <laughs> to root on your Red Sox? <laughs> no, I just want to see the city. I hear it's really beautiful. It's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Make sure you, you get an octopus with ice, though. Uh, Don't yeah. forget about that. Don't forget that. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> Steph, name your favorite sport that starts with the letter T. Tennis. Oh, yes, I don't right. really play, but <laughs> name. Uh, okay, Steph. Name something on this show that starts with the letter H. The Hot Three. Oh, wow. Wow. And what is coming up in the Hot Three? <laughs> we are going to talk about. We've got some weird stories coming up. First of all, we're going to talk about uh, coworkers and Halloween costumes. How many of us have seen a coworker wear an inappropriate costume to work? Also, a city in Indiana is trying to lure new residents. What they're trying to lure them in with is coming up. And a woman discovers something that she shoved up her nose 
20 years ago. Wait until you hear what it was. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. One Republic Sunday on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. If you want to wear a Halloween costume to work, tomorrow is probably the day to do it. Just make sure you don't pick a costume. That could get you fired. One in seven people say they've seen a coworker wear an inappropriate costume to work before. The most common ones include political costumes and anything that shows too much skin. Here are some uh, stats on on the office Halloween parties. 57% of people say their company will celebrate Halloween in one way or another this year. 77% of employees say they enjoy office Halloween parties. 23% say they hate them. And whether there's a party or not, one in three people plan on dressing up for work. 36% expect some of their coworkers to dress up too. And 27% think their boss will probably wear a costume this year. We're going to be at Ghost Walk on Sunday. The district at Green Valley Ranch, an annual tradition. We'd love to see you guys out there. Starts at 4 o'clock. Mercedes, you mentioned earlier you have a wig for your costume. Do you want to reveal what your costume is going to be for Sunday, or is that going to be you got to come out and see what you're dressed as? Um, well, I have it. I, I prefer to keep it a surprise, but if you'd like me to, to reveal it, I can. No, whatever you want. So your comfort level in yeah, this question. Yeah, I just, I, I'm going to keep it a little surprise. Surprise. Come out it's and see not, what Mercedes dressed as. It's not like it's as. anything fantastic. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, do you have a costume ready to go? Um, I've got to get a costume for Channel 8. So probably what I get, whatever I get for, for the TV show tomorrow afternoon in Las Vegas now, I'll probably just carry that over into Sunday night get a double use out of my costume this year yeah that makes sense get some uh some use out of that Steph I know what you're gonna be I'm not gonna say it are you gonna keep it a surprise or do you want to say it <sighs> it's really cute it I think is you, really cute I think you should save it but it's super cute I'll give a surprise but also I'll give a hint it's us three, me, my husband James, and my puppy Momo, we have a combined costume. It only makes sense when we're all together. It's a group costume. Oh, I think group. I know what it is. It's going to be adorable. I, actually, mm. yours by yourself, I, I love. Just oh, by mine. yourself. Yeah, it actually could be a standalone costume, <laughs> but it only it, it even makes even more sense, and it just puts it all together with all three of us. Yeah, Aww. super cute. So that's, uh, yeah, come and see us on uh, Sunday at the District at Green Valley Ranch. It's going to be so much fun. Um, also, this morning, so would you move to a to small town Indiana? What if they provided you stand-in grandparents? For babysitting and school activities. So there's this rural city in southeastern Indiana called Greensburg, and they're trying to attract new residents by offering a welcome package that includes $5,000 in cash, invitations to home-cooked meals at neighbors' homes, one-year memberships to the local co-working space and YMCA, free gift cards to the seasonal farmer's market, Tickets to the local playhouse and local volunteer grandparents to babysit your kids. They're specifically targeting families who can now work remotely permanently, which, of course, is something that's become a lot more common. For now, there's only there's one couple who's volunteered to be the grandparents for up to five families. But <laughs> they, need, they need grandparents. What you're telling me. If there's enough interest, other local grandparents are ready to step in and help. And supposedly they have had a lot of interest. Greensburg has about 13,000 people. A company called Make My Move is helping them. And they're hoping to relocate remote workers to many other small communities throughout the country. That's cool. I always think about what, you know, living in a small town. We went to Cody, Wyoming over um, summer break and that's that's a small town it's fun being there i'm like oh, i'll be cool to live here this small town vibe but then what i get would you get tired of it after a while and what more to your look to your city than just that small town atmosphere i think there's just so many perks to it and there's you know drawbacks of course you, you don't have all the things that you're used to having access to but mm-hmm. at the same time life moves so much slower and it, it just might 
let you take a breath and relax and not always be like, go, 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 you know? You just enjoy your family and friends yeah. and what's around you. Yeah, pace is a little bit different, which is cool. Finally, this morning, there was a story over the summer. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about a uh, woman in New Zealand. She, she she got a COVID test, and when they did it, they found a tiddlywink that she shoved yeah, up her nose. I was uh-huh, like, yeah. do you remember that one? Well, apparently, this is a lot more common than we even realize. A 23-year-old woman in Georgia named Hannah Hamilton just posted a TikTok video after she found a decorative bead that she shoved up her nose 20 years ago. So she had a sinus infection and she was really, really congested. She thought she had a huge booger in one of her nostrils, but no matter how hard she blew, it just would not come out. So instead of seeing a doctor, she bought a tiny um, earwax camera to shove up her nose and just, just see what's going on up there. She eventually saw something crusty up there with a little section of blue peeking through and that was when an old memory came flooding back when she was three years old she shoved a blue bead up her nose and never told her parents it was one of those colorful beads that you make necklaces out of she went two decades without realizing it was still in there people on tiktok thought she was lying and they wanted proof so she posted footage from the earwax camera that shows her yanking the thing out. She says it was very, very painful once it finally came out, but it did come out, which is the good news. I just think of the relief afterwards once it comes out. Yeah, painful coming out, but just that relief not having that foreign object in your nostrils anymore, up in your sinuses and stuff. But how do you go 20 years and not realize <laughs> that that's up there? That's crazy. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Here's Olivia Rodrigo. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. You feeling good over there right now? I'm feeling invincible. <laughs> I'm feeling great. invincible. I was telling I was telling these guys uh, I had a dentist appointment earlier this week. So last week I had to get a root canal. And so they put like a little temporary, um, little, I don't know, not cap, but they filled it with a temporary. Yeah, I've been there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I had to go to the dentist this week to get it done permanently. And I go in there and check in, looking at the x-rays and the dentist like, you know, I don't think we're going to have to numb you on this one. And I was like, oh, no, no, you don't have to numb me. And he looks at me. He's like, what? And I go, I can handle it. I don't need I don't need to be numbed. He's like, all right, then. So he did the whole thing. All that stuff. No numbing. Probably because the tooth is dead. But, you know, I felt invincible walking out of there because I hate walking out of the dentist with half of my face going when they numb me. And this time I had nothing. I had stuff to do. I could talk like a normal person. That there, there's that. I feel invincible when I don't have to be numbed at the dentist. And the other time I feel inv- invincible is when my husband's trying to open a jar or something. And I'm like, let me try. Let me try. He's like, no, you trust me. I, I, I got this. I'm like, just let me try. And I open it, and he's like, oh, I loosened it for no, you. The I loosened yeah. it up for you, kiddo. <laughs> I, feel, I feel invincible when I can open up a jar of something before my husband can open it. It makes me feel so strong. What, what, what can you do? A little thing that makes you feel invincible. 702-364-9400. It's happened to me a couple of times, and it's, and it's, a, it's a great feeling. And it's, it's a driving thing. When, when it's starting to get into the stride, I feel unstoppable. It's driving from Whole Foods. We're talking Charleston, uh, West Charleston, and uh, what Rampart there, Fort Apache. Driving back to where I live, which is 215 in Charleston, and catching all the green lights. Oh, invincible. It, there's a certain pattern. You hit that first one, and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling it. And they hit that second one, and then you pass Hualapai, you pass 
Town Center. I'm like, oh, I, I think I got this. I think I got this. And then you, I make it all the way up there, all the way to my house, hitting all the green lights. Like, who's going to stop me now? Oh, this four-way stop sign I got to go through. Outside of that, I was feeling golden. Oh, well, I mean, the lights, that's a big thing. Yeah. And, and they say they're timed out. So if you get a green, you're going to keep getting the greens if, if all goes as planned. But just on that whole driving thing, when you feel invincible, what about when you parallel park correctly the first time? Zero adjustments. Mm, good feeling. Oh, man. I'm just like, mm-hmm, that's right. Did you see me? Okay, good. Good. Because that is how you parallel park. We're doing it at downtown Summerlin, and you pull in, and you go to parallel park, and there's people kind of walking around, and then you're about to parallel park, and there's a car waiting for you to park so they can drive by. So you know you, know you have an audience watching. There's pressure. Like, oh, let me get this in one shot. Let me get this in one shot. And you do it. Yeah. Who did that? I know. You're just like, I hope you all saw that because this has been your daily lesson how to parallel park. Okay, Steph, when do you feel invincible? I've told you guys I've suffered from asthma from time to time. And usually when I work out really hard, I'll have to use it because I'm wheezing. I just like the cardio and stuff. But when I don't need to use my inhaler during a workout... Oh, boy, you best believe I'm like, oh, strong girl over here. That is mm-hmm. like, whoa, my my lungs are not at capacity and <laughs> I have upped my oxygen intake, y'all. When I only need one puff instead of two puffs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And you hit all the green lights on the way to work. That's it. Holy smokes. <laughs> this puff mommy over here. <laughs> you know, hitting the post and radio is, you, can, you kind of feel good after the fact. You got 10 seconds, Mercedes. You ready to feel invincible? Oh, is this for real? Or yeah, this, are is, we, this okay. is the real deal. Then the song will take it away and then what's trending is after that. So okay. you ready? We hope you are feeling invincible today. We also hope that you are feeling a little fancy like it's Mercedes in the morning. It's 918, and here's Walker Hayes on Mix 94.1. Oh, I walked on it. <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Vegas born is trending this morning. Great win for the Vegas Golden Knights last night in an exciting game that went into overtime. They beat the Dallas Stars 3-2. to two. They were actually down 2-1 to one in the last period when Jonathan Marcheseau scored with less than two minutes left to tie it up. Then, new guy Dadunov, he scored in overtime with a high shot in the slot to give them the win. They will now come home to face the Anaheim Ducks on Friday. Puck drops. Oh, it's going to be an early one, 5 p.m., probably for Nevada Day. Yeah, So that's really there. cool. Um, but, yeah, that was an exciting game. I missed the, the beginning of it, and I came in in the third period, and I was, it's winding down. I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. They just came off a win in Colorado, was hoping they'd get one here. And then all of a sudden, Marcheseau scores. I'm like, new game, new game. This is this is going to happen. It was really cool. First winning streak of the season, two wins in a row. And they're at three and four. Everyone's coming down on with their, their, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, things are turning around. Well, yeah, just keep up the good work, guys. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is uh, Tropicana. So the orange juice brand, they just unveiled a new product. And it's called Tropicana Toothpaste. They say it's designed to protect the taste of orange juice. So it's not an orange-flavored toothpaste. It's just a regular toothpaste that they say does not have the cleaning agent prevalent in, in it that contributes to the bitter aftertaste from brushing your teeth with toothpaste and then drinking OJ. They want to... They want to make the experience of brushing your teeth and drinking orange juice pleasant, not bad. So they took that ingredient out that makes it unpleasant. No word if this is going to be something that's available all the time. But if the response is good, you can bet that's going to be the plan. You can enter to win some of this 
toothpaste right now by leaving a comment on the Tropicana Instagram page. Again, it's the orange juice, not the not the hotel. So just keep that in mind. When I saw your headline this morning, I'm like, oh, what's going on with the trap? No, mm. it's the orange juice on that one. And then finally this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. First responders, there is a little treat available for you today. Krispy Kreme's offering the nation's first responders a free original glazed donut and free brewed coffee today. Law enforcement officers, firefighters, paramedics, EMTs, emergency operators, dispatchers, and search and rescue personnel who present a valid ID or badge in Krispy Kreme shops or drive throughs today for National First Responders Day. We'll get that freebie as a way of saying thank you for your sacrifices and all of your hard work. And that is what's trending. We are so excited about Ghost Walk. We're all going to be out there on Sunday starting at 4 o'clock. Here are the details. It is Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. That is it for us on a... Thursday. Sorry, I was getting that buzzing sound in my ears again. That was really weird. Um, we are... Oh, it's back. Dang it. Okay. Anyway, well, hope. thank you guys for joining us today. Hope you guys had a ton of fun like we did. We will uh, actually hand things over to Heather next. Um, and anything else? That's about it, huh? Yeah. Got yeah. line of the day, and it was Thursday, so we did... Uh, that was awkward. And here are some of the uh, sights and sounds from this morning's That Was Awkward. Meow, 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 meow. Always awkward, start to finish. Uh, I just felt awkward hearing that. That'll do it for show number 1512 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.